Turn it around. Yes. Right there. Talk directly into the mic. Hey. Hold on. Let me see. A ver. Say something. Había una chinita sentada en un café. Sure. Say, hey guys, this is Smiley. <laughs> Welcome to Never Seen It, a podcast where I force my friends to watch a movie they've never seen. And I gently ask them to watch a movie they've never seen. Hey everyone, welcome to Never Seen It, a podcast where I force my friends to watch a movie they've never seen, or they gently ask me watch, ask me to watch a movie that I've never seen. I know I keep messing up. I'm Lauren, and right now I'm having a Mike's hard, not harder, hard strawberry lemonade. I'm Alex, and the first club that I ever went to and got kicked out of um, was a gay club here in Austin. <gasps> what do you mean? Uh, so we went on Valentine's Day. Whoop, whoop. Uh-huh. Uh, I went with Rivers because I am a fierce ally. And uh, and though he was flirting with some underage dude. And my other friend gave the guy a drink. And the bouncer immediately came up to us and said, you got to leave. I saw what you did. And I was like, what? <laughs> this is why I don't go out. It's fine. I've been back since then. It's okay. And I'm Smiley, and I'm sometimes very dramatic. Awesome. And on this episode, Smiley and I have never seen The Birdcage. You too, Alex. Wow. Yeah. This movie has been like, I think on our big list of like, hey, what movies are we going to cover while we do this podcast? And we had like, I don't know, 50 maybe. Um, there's still a whole lot more we need to do, especially us three. But um, I'm really excited that we did this movie. I was hoping Rami was going to be crazy into it. And then it was neutral. And I fucking loved that. <laughs> he was cracking up when we watched this movie. That made me happy. And I'm also really happy that we got to do this movie during Pride Month. Um, this movie came out in 1996. And I don't know. I don't know if it's... I mean, it's just a different time. And you can kind of see that as you're watching the movie. Um, but I was curious what y'all thought as wa for watching it the first time. Because the first time I saw it was actually at the Alamo Draft House for a Valentine's Day special. Eric and I did a three, like, I think it was like a three or four course meal. And I shit you not, the tickets were like almost $100 each because you're getting all the food, right? So we, I, I mean, I had always seen clips of it because Eric always puts it on. But I actually sat through the, you know, I got to sit through the movie and watch it for the first time in theaters, which was cool. But I don't know. I There's a couple things. And I'm curious because Smiley said it was kind of sad. So, Smiley, can you elaborate? Yes. So, I'm surprised I've never seen it. And I'm surprised you guys have never told me about it. Like, mm -hmm. you know, before the podcast where we do now discuss, like, stuff that we must watch. Like, you know, it, it never came up in conversation. Like, you know, like, Mrs. Doubtfire always comes up. Or, mm -hmm. you know, certain things from the 90s that are iconic. And I'm surprised I never ran into this movie mm -hmm. or heard about it or anything. Well, going to your question, Lauren. 
I, you know, of course I was laughing yeah, and everything yeah. along, but then like it, it had like comedy above like a serious topic. Like yeah. I felt really bad for Albert. Like Me too. Oh my gosh. Like it was funny, but I was like, I mean, I guess it just tells us how amazing he is as an actor. I'm, I'm looking at the Google spreadsheet uh, of the actors. Yeah, Nathan Lane. How good he the is. Google spreadsheet. You know, like, <laughs> no, like he, of course, it was a comedy, but I felt really bad for him. Like, yeah. he loves you. He's trying to be supportive in every way he can. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, upset of him trying to be around or trying to be helpful to you know like i i think during that part of the movie when i text y'all like hey this is sad like poor yeah. albert mm-hmm. you know, I know. <laughs> so yeah. i did get bummed around that part i'm like whoa so it did like it was a trip for me it was like super funny mm-hmm. and then i was like hey this is not cool yeah so what what do you what do you think alex um so Growing up, Robin Williams was, like, I always say that my brother and I grew up watching Robin Williams and Jim Carrey. This was not Mm -hmm. a Robin Williams movie that we watched. Mm -hmm. But, uh, like, my mom really loved Patch Adams and Jack. And, of course, Mrs. Doubtfire is one of my brother's favorite films. So, yeah, I was hoping that my brother would sit down and watch this uh, with us. But he was just, like... I don't know. You have to find like the right movie for my brother. And we're going to do a podcast for, um, later that is one that's a new movie that my brother actually loves. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited about that. Um, but yeah, for those of you who don't know, Lucho is my brother's boyfriend and he uh, is Peruvian. So Spanish is his first language. And so most of the time um, we try and find things that uh, we'll all like. Mm-hmm. And I forget that Lucho just really likes comedy. And so this was like perfect. And yeah, he was having like the time of his life. I know this. It was great. And like, I think Ravi talked a little bit about how he can watch Home Alone. Like, he watches Home Alone. Like, if you like think that my brother can watch Home Alone a lot, my brother will put Home Alone on during the holidays, like 24 7. Lucho will just watch it (laughs) at any time of the year. Like, he was watching it the other day. And not just Home Alone 1, like Home Alone 2 also. Oh. And I was like, what is happening? (laughs) See, I'm going to add to that and I'm going to be surprised that Rami did not say that it is because it's Robin Williams. Yeah. Yeah. And also Martha May Huvier comes out. So it's like the perfect ingredients for a, a, a perfect Grammy movie. So I'm shocked. <laughs> Me too. I, I think he was like working on something else that he just couldn't get his mind off of. But mm-hmm. also every time Nathan Lane came out, he was like, I can't stop hearing Timon's voice. I'm like, same. That's him? Yeah, yeah that's him. <laughs> you, I was going to mention, I'm like, the only memory I have of Nathan Lane is Austin Powers' gold member. The, My brother Austin said the Powers, same thing. Where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> How does <laughs> so bad get? So I just like pictured him at that dance club all through the movie. Uh, it's so funny because like... And then he's like making it with, with, <laughs> with Austin slapping his butt. <laughs> Kissing on the couch. I, anyway, I don't watch Goldmember enough. Like seriously, <laughs> I forgot he did that scene. No, I knew him from like Mouse Hunt 
and Stuart oh. Little because he was the cat, mm. and then Sex in the City because he comes out mm-hmm. and he's that guy marrying the girl, but they're like he's gay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this movie was is really fun. And it's crazy because it's like in Eric's childhood. Like, this is one of those Robin Williams movies he always goes to. Like, I guess, I don't know if we should go into scenes or anything, but, like, I just fucking love the beginning. The the one yes. shot, going through the club, him walking in the kitchen, <laughs> and, the, and the cook picks up the food and puts it on the plate. Like, it's just showing him owning the club, and it's so fascinating. And it was... It was so I, okay. So, just a background that doesn't really mm-hmm. matter, but you know, we we were planning a podcast, I guess, to film yesterday night, but I was busy, mm-hmm. and I got super tired and didn't watch it. So I woke up like at six a.m. to watch it, <laughs> and uh, you know, it was I was engaged from the beginning. Like <gasps> wow! Right after waking up, I'm like, whoa! And you know, of course, the dancing, the music. And then I'm like, wait, what is going on? And who's with who? And what's going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, the writing was so good. Like, are they cheating on each other? Who is that? <gasps> I know. You know, just, good. like, figuring out the dynamic of what was happening with the characters was really cool. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even just waking up, I was engaged. Yeah. it's. I love the whole, like, oh, so you put white wine in the fridge, <laughs> you know? I only drink red. Like, that's something Mm -hmm. Eric quotes all the time. Wait, I forgot. Okay, before we go into scenes and start talking, like, kind of delving into it, um, we should probably talk about what parents need to know on commonsensemedia.org. So, parents need to know that the birdcage is a fun, comedic romp in an adult setting, a South Beach nightclub with a drag show. There's some strong language, fuck, and variations are used about a dozen times. Other profanity is infrequent and includes asshole and shit. Characters are frequently seen drinking, usually with a meal or in celebration, but sometimes characters comedically guzzle from a bottle. Okay. Uh, Two characters are occasionally depicted smoking. A lot of extras in the background are (laughs) scantily clad and some phallic home decor items are seen. Uh, Some viewers are upset. By Robin Williams' death may feel a chill when his character says almost in passing that he's going to kill himself. What is this? I don't I don't remember that. I mean I feel I feel like it was just like an off comment, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, like nothing maybe it was just a, a comment, yeah. Mm. Possibly. But here's what's cool. It has I guess we'll do stars. So it has four out of five stars on positive messages. And oh, four wow. out of five stars of positive role models and representations. That's wow. That's really nice. I have yeah. to say, that's really nice. I don't think we've come across a movie that, on Common Sense, that they've liked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're usually like, "There's no representation. Like, there's no positive values. Like a movie." <laughs> with- <laughs> what is it? What from Superstar? Oh my God! What is it? It's like to be an extra in a movie with strong positive, <laughs> strong positive moral, moral values. values. <laughs> this is the movie. We need to do that too. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yeah, um, <laughs> I love um, that line. I'm sorry. I a smile that came across my face when Robin Williams first comes on screen because yeah. again, he's just uh, he's one of my favorite actors Mm -hmm. and it is very sad um to think that he is like doesn't make movies anymore obviously 
I know. Um, mm-hmm. But so I read that so IMDb facts sliding in here yeah. that he was originally cast as Albert and mm. he he had just done. Um, I don't know if he had just done Mrs. Doubtfire. I think that was a few years before, but yeah. he wanted he didn't want to be in a role that um, would be just another funny over the top one. He wanted it to be a more serious character. So that's why he went to Armand. Ah, mm. that's I like that because you can see him being Albert, but it's like it was good. Also, another IMDb fact is that uh, Nathan Lane wasn't actually out when he filmed this. Oh my god! But oh, he's, well, he did he's a famous. really good job. <laughs> yeah. But he he's famous from Broadway, so mm. that like that over the top, uh, like came naturally to him. <laughs> I like the over the top where they're <laughs> where they're at the restaurant practicing how to be the street, <laughs> and then he's like, "So you mean I don't." have to be over dramatic about you know i think what i think something broke or something anyways <laughs> go on yeah that's honestly one of the best scenes in the movie with the pinky mm-hmm. he can't he just can't put it down <laughs> and the walking you know it's funny i had never seen that part and when i saw it in theaters i was like laughing my ass off because i hadn't those weren't the parts eric would show me he always showed me the beginning with his like really diva esque like attitude where he just can't perform, you know? And I love that I love I think I just love Hank Azaria in this movie. Oh mm. yeah. God. Oh my god. So I've seen him in, in movies, but yeah, yeah. when mm-hmm. he was in a thong, he looked really good. He's I'm hot. Like, like wow. Yeah. Like I was not expecting that. So kudos to him. He looked really good. Yeah. <laughs> His Gloria Stefan. I I liked it. Like I don't see why he just doesn't perform. Like I'm gonna move ahead and I'm gonna say one of my favorite quotes or part of the movie where he grabs the radio. Come on, Gloria. Yeah. <laughs> and I was so in, I've been like listening to like a Gloria Stefan song every day. So mm-hmm. I'm so into it. It was funny because they showed her video of that song that's in the movie. I forget mm-hmm. what it's called. It's like her biggest hit. And yeah. they, they actually showed the video before we saw the movie at that level, oh. which was fun. Setting the mood. Yeah. Um, but I am dying to get Eric a shirt. Like I told him, I'm going to just get it. What is it? The straight looking? <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I'm going to get it too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Is this really the break? It's like, okay, on IMDb, it's like breakthrough movie role of American Broadway actor Nathan Lane. So was this like a like his big thing? Oh. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. So, oh, I forgot Nathan Lane did The Producers. Oh, um, my God. I love that movie, y'all. He's so talented in it. So Lion King was in 94. So that was two years before. And okay. Mouse, Mouse Hunt was 97. So it was right after. Right after. Okay. So maybe. I wonder when he came out. Like, I'm curious now. I know. And this was like Robin Williams' seventh film to gross over $100 million. Mm. Damn. I've never seen The Producer, so add that to the list. Yes. Yeah, I've never seen it It's either. very funny and really good. Like, Matthew Broderick, too. He's cute in that movie. I'm just thinking of Timon and the Lion King. <laughs> the, what, do you want me to dress in dragon to the hula? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now I imagine Nathan Lane. Anyway, what's the I need song? To that. Oh man, <laughs> something about 
big feast and something to eat, then here's my buddy Pumba for you to eat or something. <laughs> Miley knows all the words. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, do y'all know Gene Hackman real well or no? He looks, he looked, let me click on him. I'm, I'm literally <laughs> right now on Google. He's really nice. I like him. I've seen him in movies. I just don't, you know, can't name him. Yeah. He's like a, he's a very, very famous actor. Very well known. But it's kind of weird that his like last movie ever was like Welcome to Mooseport. And it's like a random movie with Ray Romano. Mm. He's a big yeah. actor. Fren- then- French Connection. Was his yes, big one. Yes, that's the big oh, one. Oh, he's an Academy Award winning actor. Yeah. Yeah, and he was in The Royal Tannenbaums, which is a Wes Anderson film. Yes. Oh, he's so nice in that movie. I had a weird attraction to him watching um, The Firm with Tom Cruise. I was watching it for Tom Cruise, but then I was like, whoa, why is Gene Hackman kind of hot? Like, why would I sleep with him? <laughs> anyway, interesting, all the conservative shit. <laughs> In this movie, which was really hardcore. Oh my god! I yeah, it it is hilarious how um, they say like the trends of the '90s are coming back. And when you watch oh. '90s movies, you can really see that it's more than like pop culture mm-hmm. or like it's more than teenage trends. Like even the whole like oh they they live next to the bushes, the Jeb bushes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild. I didn't really think about how politics were in the 90s because you know we were so young back then but mm-hmm. i didn't know they real like they, they related to now um yeah that was um interesting to see those two sides because it's um i don't know you kind of see that now i guess you see the little comments conservatives make but anyway that's that it was interesting <laughs> when they're at dinner which we could talk about you know later It's kind of interesting how it just builds up and the dinner isn't really like long. Um, Yeah. It's like maybe 20, 30 minutes tops. But the whole movie is just like the build up to this dinner. Mm -hmm. But um, I wanted to ask y'all. Okay. So when I first saw it, I didn't know how to feel about Val. Like, what do y'all think of him? Okay. Let Mm -hmm. me start off. Okay. That there's a sex sex and the city connection (gasps) with Nathan Lane. Yeah. Who played that guy who was gay, who yeah. looked gay but was marrying a woman. Yeah. And Dan Futterman, who's Val, he plays this the straight gay. Um Oh my god. Yes. He does. So he he was a chef who dated Charlotte. Yes. And Charlotte did not know if he was gay or straight. Mm-hmm. And there was this whole debate about straight guys who seem gay but are straight. And yeah. then <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, I so and I watching the movie, he still he had those same mannerisms yeah. from the show. Like he did like little hand gestures that were feminine, but he was still straight. <laughs> so I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um and also he um comes out in enough with Jennifer Lopez. He's the abusive We watched boyfriend. We watched enough. No, he's not the abusive boyfriend, he's her oh. friend. Oh, that sucks. He's sorry. A, I'm know. sorry. Lauren edited that out. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, so after we watched Birdcage, we watched enough. Because <laughs> he wanted to watch it. Because of course my brother was like, That's the friend from Enough. So of course we have to watch this, <laughs> this awful movie. But not now. before we watched the Love Don't Cause the Thing music video. Mm. No, no, no. It's The Boy is Mine. Oh, we oh. watched The Boy is Mine and then Brand- Brandy and Monica. <laughs> yeah. Uh I don't know. He's really, he's cute. But 
when I first saw the movie, I was like, why is the son kind of an asshole? Like, it bugs me. Yeah. So I see that him and Robin Williams' character, like Val and Armand, are, are definitely father and son. You see it in, like, the way that um, Armand is telling Albert, like, at the restaurant. Like, you need to act mm-hmm. manly. You can't walk like this. Like, watch your gestures. Don't talk. And then Val says the same thing to Armand. Mm. Yes, Alex, I agree. But I feel like, you know, Armand said those comments to Albert, like, in a nicer way. You know, like, it was, I mean, maybe because they're, like, life partners. But yeah. I feel like yeah. Val was like, ew, like, don't do that. Stay far away from me. But Armand was like, let's make this work. You know, mm-hmm. it was a different approach to how well, they. he's also, he's 20. And he's talking mm-hmm. to yeah. his dad. Like, I I guess I'll admit this on the podcast. Like, okay. I get embarrassed by, like, my parents sometimes. <gasps> and mm. I, I think that's... Whoa. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I did when I was younger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get and, it, yeah. At 20. And yeah. so, yeah, I think that that's where Val was coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to remind myself that he's fucking young you know what i mean mm-hmm. he's a kid and he's just really stressed out trying to impress these people but when that scene when robin williams is like i'm not gonna fucking do you know i'm not gonna be anybody else i you mm-hmm. know i've worked so hard to where i am and i'm just not gonna pretend and i'm like oh god you know hashtag pride month yeah and so i don't know it was and it took me a bit, and I and I talked about it with Eric on the ride home. I was like, why was he a little bitch, though, sometimes? I was like, ah. But I didn't think about it that way. He's just really young. And I honestly loved Albert's relationship with him. Like, mm-hmm. when yeah. he went to bed, and then he Aww. woke up real early, and he got all his, like, snacks, and then he did his laundry. I was like, that's so nice, you know? That's really sweet. I kind of... I. I wanted to see a little bit more like appreciation towards Albert, which you mm-hmm. see, I think, towards the end. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I had ups and downs with him, but maybe that's kind of where the movie's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we make our um, logo rainbow? <gasps> I was going to ask. <laughs> Smiley, what do you think? So I asked my brother this. Um, what do you think of all the, the marketing um, for Pride Month? I think it's getting better as the years go by and people complain about them. Um, like I saw this vodka one on oh. Facebook featuring Simone from Drag Race, and I liked it. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. that's good. Ooh, like, I like Simone. They're they're paying you know LGBTQ people for you know they're not just like saying we support gay people. They're actually you know. Mm-hmm. supporting them and paying them for ads you know i like when it comes to that like i i do support it but if it's just like a half-assed statement i, I don't know i feel like mm. show support don't just say support if that makes sense yeah but yeah mm-hmm. other than that i'm indifferent about it okay so this came out in 96 like we said earlier um, it's kind of crazy because obviously this was a long, ugh, it's kind of weird to say it's a long time ago, but like, I don't know, whenever, uh, I guess another scene is whenever Albert's going away with just a toothbrush, right? Because that's all he needs. It was a cute toothbrush. I know. Too. I was like, where can a I get baggie. that? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, uh, what is Hank Azaria's character's name? Agador. Agador. Okay. Mm. I love their relationship. How supportive he was 
with Albert, like as his right hand man, like for reals, like with the aspirin too. You know, <laughs> it was really nice. Like he's just great for both Albert um, and Armand. But whenever they're sitting on the bench and he's basically telling him, like, you own everything, like, I, you own half of everything I have. It's like a big step. Like, they're, because they can't get married. Isn't that crazy mm-hmm. to think? Like, I guess nowadays we're just so used to it. And, like, my Aunt Linda, you know, she's married uh, with Elaine. And they got, they had to get married in New York, you know. And this was back in, like, 2010. So it's just weird to think about now, I guess, where we are you know, uh, that it just didn't work that way. I don't know. It was just very interesting. Very 90s, I guess, because you have to think about the time. Like, it's so different than it is now. I just love that, how how it's just normal, you know, nowadays. But it was just kind of sweet. It's, it was just so sweet when he was just like, everybody just laughs at me, you know. And I guess Robin Williams kind of changed that, you know, when he was just like, you're the one I want to, you know, I want to laugh with. It was it was really romantic without showing it. You know what I mean? It's not just love. It was like a partnership. It was really beautiful. I really And liked I liked it. how they still touched on key points as to why gay marriage should have been legalized since then. I, mm-hmm. I feel I think I remember them mentioning like something about a hospital and not having rights to see family or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just like like that, you know, worries then were the same worries people had before. I think it was 2015, 20. <laughs> Let yeah. me Google. Oh, it was 2015. When was gay marriage <laughs> legalized? I missed oh, all that. Gay marriage was legalized during Obama. Yeah, so 2015. It's kind of wild. I'll never forget when it happened because um, my uncle passed away that week. And then I remember waking up one morning because we had to stay in the hotel in the valley. I woke up and y'all were texting about it. We were we were texting and uh, and then that it was announced. It was crazy. One of those things you just never forget. So it was kind of cool. Any other scenes do y- y'all remember? Let me look at my notes. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I have it right here. <laughs> Give me a sec. Uh, I like when when the the conservative family gets there. <laughs> And then they like find the Nancy Drew books. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> that was like small parts of comedy that are like gold. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the details and having fucking random Nancy Drew books. <laughs> so that like cracked me up. I loved it. Um, and I loved when Albert was rehearsing with that. Um really attractive man with the gum bulge. yeah and, <laughs> and the bulge. i'll go ahead and say my quote from there that's okay. just because you're 22 and hung <laughs> 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 but of course in the sassy albert voice yeah. so yeah those are my tops <laughs> that's something eric quotes to me <laughs> <laughs> that you're gonna need more gum or some yeah. shit like that <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Alex, do you have any scenes that pop out? I think I I liked when all the uh, drag queens were helping them redecorate. Redecorate. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Don't add, just subtract." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like the fucking cro- who brought the cross? It was our, it was um, Agador. He traded the moose head. Oh yeah. For the crucifix. Oh, my God. Yeah, my grandma has one that huge in her house. 
Oh, you know what? I what The scene I also liked was where Albert is up in the morning getting everything for Val. Yes. that It's just so sweet. I don't know. That was a really yeah. nice touch. That also where my... That's also where my favorite um, line comes from. He's mm-hmm. like, when the schlucken beckons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. He's just so sweet to everyone. And everyone knows him. Everyone knows him. Yes, I love that. I love when they go to the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. It, and he's like, we need water. Yeah, he's going to pass down. And everyone's like, of course, Mr. Armand. <laughs> <laughs> it was really sweet. Like the usual. Like they know what to yeah. get them. Yeah, it was really cute how well known they are. So it's not Palm Beach, it's South Beach, which I guess is just like another. I think South Beach is like the, I don't know. What mm-hmm. would South Beach be? We're not. This comes up a lot in the podcast. We're from Texas. Yeah, we don't know anything. It's known for its beaches and the glamorous scene around its happening <gasps> night spots. Oh, so that's why the, the club it's, is there. It's in Miami Beach. Oh, okay. Do you think people really walk around in thongs like those <laughs> men? Know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I saw a chick wearing the Borat one. I was like, oh. <laughs> when, um, where was the um, Barbara's family coming from? I don't know. I don't know. He did the whole speech. Oh, yeah. Going the, through each state. The story that was like boring. Yeah. I'm such an good. awful, like, I'm so bad at small talk. And I feel like that's the way they felt when he was just going through every state. That's how I feel when people talk to me. Serious. I just, I don't know. I don't, I wouldn't know what to say during that. I was just like, oh my God, aren't you a politician? Aren't you supposed to be like charismatic? And he's just like boring. And I don't know. Well, I think people write politician speeches for them. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, you think Obama's that charismatic? No, just kidding. He is. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the most charismatic president. Yeah, I think that the scene is like the dinner is really good, but I just loved all the build up, like the restaurant and then them doing the handshake and all that stuff. How about them dolphins? <laughs> <laughs> Even when Armand met up with um, Barbara, no, not Barbara, mm-hmm. Catherine, the mom. That yes. was a nice touch too. It was nice. Yeah. And I was I forgot if she had known that mm. that he was gay or not. And then she's like, "Oh, how's Albert?" I'm like, "Oh, okay. So she's totally aware." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So w- I guess w- what I got from that is that she saw him like perform and she really liked him. Uh-huh. And I I guess like well, Armand said that he was drunk. Oh, yeah. Two times from 2:30 to 3:45 3:45 a.m. Mm-hmm. Wow, <laughs> and then she was like, "Here's, here's a baby." Did do you think Armand paid her? He did. For Val? Yes, because okay. she mentions that that's mm-hmm. how her business started. Yeah. Was yeah. the money? Yeah, which is, I mean, if it's expensive now, imagine it back then. Probably very expensive. But the scene where you know, how about them dolphins? That's seriously one of the best quotes of the movie. I think. Um, I don't know. It's interesting how you know him teaching him how to be masculine but he doesn't really know i don't know and i also like going back to Catherine's office the waiting room nathan lane in the waiting room was just gold because he was just like sorry you know to the- <laughs> yeah, all those fucking <laughs> gestures yeah <laughs> 
And then, like, anytime he screamed or he was, like, dramatic, like, Lucho, like, laughed. <laughs> it was great. Like, when they're, when he's in the car, because he just, just took off, right? And then like, he honks the horn. <laughs> you know? <it's> just, like, <laughs> also, when... Um... When um, Armand is like, oh, he's probably driving 20 miles an hour with the brake, the, the oh, parking brake on. Oh. <laughs> that was cute. Um, so I guess we'll, I'll go into the awards real quick. So oh. they were um, they were an Oscar nominee for uh, Best Art Direction, Set Direction, or Set Decoration, mm-hmm. which I think is, yes, like the set in this movie was amazing. Mm-hmm. From the club to the apartment, the restaurants, like, um, they won. (laughs) The plates. Oh, my God. (laughs) I like how Rabbi, like, okay, again, he watched it sporadically. And when we were at Ikea today, (laughs) when we were looking at bowls, he was talking about the scene. No, I think that's a woman, you know. (laughs) Uh, They won. Oh. The Screen Actors Guild Award for Outstanding Performance by a Cast, which, yes. <gasps> oh, that's, yes. that's cool. Because, mm. yeah, as an ensemble, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. And Hank Azaria was nominated for a SAG Award. Oh. Um, and so was Nathan Lane. Wow. It's kind of neat. Robin Williams, like, yes, but it's not all him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's neat. I love seeing, like, the old awards because there's, they won. They won the uh, Blockbuster Entertainment <gasps> Award, um, Gene Hackman and Diane Weist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Avon Calling. Um, oh, I <laughs> forgot that that's Yeah. Her. She's a good mom. She's like one of your favorite movie moms. She forever. is. She plays mm-hmm. the mom and sisters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's really good. She's really, really good. She's won two Academy Awards. <gasps> For what? For the Woody Allen films Hannah and Her Sisters and Bullets for o- Over Broadway. Oh, mm. Bullets Over Broadway. We don't talk about Woody Allen on this podcast. Yeah, sorry. But <laughs> sorry. that was part of her bio. <laughs> but damn, two Academy Awards. Nice. Wow. Wow. She's great. And um, I love how she was hiding all the candy all the time. <laughs> Very supportive. <laughs> the fucking senator asking for candy was also cool. <laughs> How do you think it ended with all of them? Like, okay, because I like that you, they showed the wedding because I didn't remember that they showed the wedding at the end. Um, like, how do you think they... I, I kind of like when they're all in the room together and they're kind of trying to figure out a way out, but they seem all okay. Does that make any sense? Yeah. C- considering how conservative he is? I don't know. I think because, um, like, the senator is... There's a moment in the that scene where he's trying to figure out what just happened. Yeah. Like with um Albert. And yeah. It's like what like what's going on? And so I think it's him replaying like I really like this person, but I thought they were a woman and they're not. Mm-hmm. And does it even matter? Mm-hmm. And then when he gets in drag and he's like, I'm not gonna be the only girl who's not dancing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he was really I- concerned. You know, that's a funny moment, but I feel like I need to mention some seriousness behind yes. it. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like that was Albert coming out to the senator. <laughs> you know, like, hey, I know it was a woman like a minute ago, but it, I'm still the same person. Like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's like, like what a coming out talk is. Like, you know, I'm still the same person before I told you I was gay. 
Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I, I, again, it's like comedy, but there's still some meaning behind it. So I, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a great movie. <gasps> I'm glad you think so. Really great mm-hmm. movie. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's actually a remake of a French movie. Oh, okay. I doubt it. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, so uh, one of my brother's other favorite movies, which, again, I thought he would really like this one, um, is Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, oh, Julie Newmar. Yes. And that came out in 95. <gasps> wow. So do you think they saw the success of that one and were like, I think we could do another mm-hmm. movie? Yeah, I think, like, if that one came in out in the 70s, you know, you know, in France or whatever, I think bringing it in the 90s when it's everyone's just kind of like going forward and being supportive of everything. I think um, I think it, it was just successful in its time in the 90s. I did really love all the um, costuming in this yeah. movie. Like Robin Williams wardrobe was just <sighs> yeah. spot on. It was. It was great. I love the hairy chest open chain. <laughs> you know, Catherine brings it up. She's really attracted to it. Uh, that was all fun stuff. I, I I loved his outfit, the backwards cap. It was just so 90s. Same. It was so great. I just fucking loved it. Um, even Nathan Lane style, like those those shoes. I noticed his shoes when he was trying to do the John Wayne walk. And I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> and the lady sitting there. That was really impressive. Like what um, Armand said. Like I had no idea he walked like that, but he really does. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He always complimented him. He was like, oh, okay. Like, mm-hmm. and even when he, it was nice. Like, but it was kind of sad when he came out in the suit, you know? Oh my God. When Albert uh, came out in the suit. With those yeah. pink, pink socks. socks. That was like gold again. <laughs> it's just like the little details in the comedy that got me. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it was sad. That that mm-hmm. was like I think again that was like around the time where I text her like this is a sad movie. Like yeah, he's trying his best. Mm-hmm. And we were still asleep because it was seven seven a.m. Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Any other favorite scenes? Any other big ones? Like them leaving the club? Did y'all? How did them the plan go? The it was oh. good. It was. Wait, it was I good. Have... I like when the senator's in drag and he tells the driver, meet me in 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Not for a million dollars. Yeah. It took me a while. I'm like, who is that? And I'm like, oh, that's his driver. <laughs> oh, but yeah. that, that's the driver that tipped off the oh. National Enquirer oh, guys. So wow. it was good that he, he didn't recognize him because yeah. he would have tipped everyone mm-hmm. off. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think that was like also ending in a perfect line, you know. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I like Diane Weiss's outfit. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, even like, I've never danced with a man before. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was so good. I loved it. The show seems really good. I like how in the beginning, like half the Kennedys are out there. You know? And they're trying to figure out, like, oh, just give them all coffee, you know, free coffee. That's all they get, you know. Save room for coffee. Yeah. Is there any quotes y'all liked? I'm when the to... schleckin beckons. <laughs> 22 and hung. Yeah, 22 and hung. Sweetie, you're wasting your gum. That's that's the line right there. Chewing gum helps me think. Sweetie, you're wasting your gum. That's a really good one. Um. 
They're like that scene with Robin Williams when he like goes to show him like a rehearsal. That was totally bothering me because he was like such a kid. Dad, dad, you know. But mm. then he had to concentrate, you know, on rehearsals. And like when he goes up there and he starts dancing, fairy dust, fairy dust, whatever he does, that's really <laughs> iconic. That's something that he's really well known for in that scene. Oh, okay. I love this. I'm just going to say Armand's like kind of monologue um, where he's like, what a pain in the ass you are. And it's true. You're not young. You're not new. And you do make people laugh. And me, I'm still with you because you make me laugh. Oh my God. Oh my God. So you know what I got to do? I got I got to sell my plot and keep his game so I can get the one next to you in that shithole Los Copa so I never miss a laugh. That's That's really nice. And another another quote Eric and I always say, wait, you forgot the shrimps, the shrimps. What is it? <laughs> the, shrimp. the shrimps. <laughs> the peasant stew. The pe- oh, my God. Oh, gosh. What would you rather eat that? That or the hot dog one in Barbed Star? Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. None. So uh, we, I have this thing with uh, gazpacho. I huh. hate it. I, I cannot do, mm-hmm. like... I'm not a tomato soup person, and that's like cold tomato, thick, Mm. like. And um, at my staff retreat at work, we like have a fancy chef, Mm -hmm. and he gave us gazpacho, and it it was literally like cold salsa, (gasps) and oh, all of us were like, "Where are the chips?" (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when they all reach for the bread. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's what it reminded me of. Um. What do I have? Oh, so the director of this movie, oh, uh, Mike Nichols, he's the director of The Graduate. <gasps> Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah, never seen that movie. Never seen it either. <gasps> but it's such a like a classic, and it's I know about really it. It's really big. It's very important, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's like Dustin Hoffman right there. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, this movie was also had the highest opening weekend for a movie with an openly gay lead. Aw. Until uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, Conan's Bruno. <gasps> no, that's a that's a big gap. That's kind of unfortunate. Did y'all say Bruno? No, Smiley? I've only ever seen Borat, and that was like not by choice. Oh, yeah. I think I saw it like one night in college, but I don't remember it. E- yeah, I don't really. I only remember two things: a dick going in circles, right, to some music. And then Paula Abdul got mad because Bruno was like, yes, these are our, um, he brought in these two men wearing practically nothing. And they were their like, um, what do you call it? It's backup like dancers. No, not backup dancers. They were sitting down and, oh, these are our like, uh, what do you rest your feet on? I can't think. Footrest? Like a footrest or like a. Ottoman. An ottoman. He had two men come in and get on their knees and be their ottomans, and she got upset and left. I don't know if that was a real like thing. So, it, like, this is a sidetrack, but okay. um, I forget that how um, Sasha Baron Conan, Conan is a great actor. Yeah, he's he's amazing, mm-hmm. and it's it's also amazing that he can go and do like stupid ass movies like that yeah and just not care i think that's what makes him a good actor is that yeah. he gets in it and he doesn't like let it go and he's just so yeah that's probably yeah. what makes him a really good actor fuck yeah i i liked bruno but you don't really see it more than 
time. That I've only seen Borat once. Yeah. Again, I was like in high school. It was not a choice. I had some stupid guy friends that were like, we're going to watch oh. this movie. And I was like, this is terrible. Now I think like if I watched it with you guys, it would be yeah. fine. Yeah, it'd probably be funnier. I haven't sat through that whole movie. <laughs> uh, oh, so speaking of like set direction earlier, when uh, the morning, the next morning after Val gets there, mm-hmm. Robin Williams is sitting on a bike. Oh, yeah. And I love that. So random. So random. I didn't notice that until you uh, pointed it out. And I was like, don't you read the newspaper? <laughs> or, or don't you read the news? <laughs> like, yes. And he like names all these magazines. Yeah. He's like, the arts and leisure of the New York Times. <laughs> That's literally me. I'm like, uh, who? I, I, don't, I don't know any of these people. Lauren, have you pushed save? I did. I have. Don't worry. I'm on it. Rami, I'm on it. I'm pressing save. Uh, even I did. I have. She sounds like a parrot. Okay. <laughs> That's from That's from West Side Story. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've been listening to musicals today too. <laughs> Anyways. I've never even seen that movie. It's the I Feel Pretty song. Oh. Okay. I feel pretty, also pretty. Anyways. Yeah. She's like, I am, I do. And then the girl's like, I do, I am. She sounds like a parrot. Anyways, I can't do the Puerto Rican accent. Anyways, what Alex? Would you um, want to have a cabaret show? I think, again, like talking about Sasha as an actor, if I would yeah, like yeah. let myself go as a person and not give a shit, I would. But mm. yeah, I think I would if like after three shots or five. <laughs> <laughs> would you own a gay, like a drag club? That sounds fun, right? Or it's probably stressful. I think it has its moments. Because I feel like owning a, a, a like a club or a bar is really difficult i don't know yeah i think if if i could make it um if when i open it it's immediately successful (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i I don't have to work hard and i have amazing queens so like we're huge fans of rupaul's drag race Mm -hmm. on this podcast so yeah if i could just have all the like best rupaul's drag race girls come there we go the 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 spain one is very interesting Oh, yeah. So we're watching uh, RuPaul's Drag Race España. España. Yeah. It's really fun, actually. I liked watching it. It was cool. Anything else? Any other quotes? Well, I guess who was y'all's favorite character? Who would you say? That's kind of hard. Not for me. Mine's Albert. Okay. Okay. This time I'm not overthinking it. I go straight to Albert. Yeah. I think mine is Agador. I think it's mine too i love oh, albert shit. yeah he's great <laughs> he's i just i love when he walks in on the dinner and he just immediately starts laughing at albert oh and yeah he, <laughs> and he calls he calls him miss albert <laughs> i just can't stop thinking about him in a thong he looked really yeah. good i'm like whoa he's like muscular and toned like yeah good mm-hmm. job he's very nice mm-hmm. who who made the comment this is my uniform I don't know. Someone <laughs> while we were watching it. Oh, it's because uh, Lucho wears these white shorts around oh, the yeah. house. <laughs> and we always think of um, that scene in Legally Blonde. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, can you tell me what this is? And she holds up a thong and yeah. he's like, my uniform. <laughs> like, That's my brother, how he treats his boyfriend. How he treats him. <laughs> he doesn't. They love each other very much. <laughs> yeah. I think it's Agador for me, too. He's so supportive. So fun. Um, I don't know. I hope he got in the show. He's not bad. He wasn't a bad performer. I feel like that's like, I don't know. His performance in the kitchen was good. 
when he was oh. cleaning. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess before we go into like final thoughts and stuff, did y'all expect Albert to come out like in drag? Was that kind of odd? No. Okay. No. <laughs> that I was waiting for Catherine to get there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was really like, what's going to happen when Catherine gets there? And mm-hmm. like, Albert's just going to stay upstairs. And when he came out in drag, I was like, this <laughs> is awesome. And then the mom was like, something's <laughs> off. And it just, it shows you like stereotypically like how um, not like how men just don't see the obvious wow yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's true where the senator was just like all into it and the wife <laughs> was like no something's off and he's like you don't you don't get it this is a great woman <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't as an amazing movie as it is yeah i felt like the predictable thing would have been like getting him in in drag like since the start you know like yeah that's the joke of the movie but Again, I thought it was going to happen, and then it did it. And I thought, okay, well, it's not going to happen. But then it did. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah. I expected it, then I gave up on it, and I'm, like, happy with their choices. Yeah. It's, like, super famous. Like, I feel like every time I see this movie pop up somewhere, that clip of him laughing as a woman is very, like, iconic. <gasps> yeah. yeah, now that you say it. <laughs> yeah, it's like you feel like you've seen it before somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was like Coleman, like Coldman. Oh yeah, that was like the D <laughs> is silent. He's like, I don't know where we are until someone says our last name. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all because like it's they're so conservative that she can't mm-hmm. even like the daughter can't even tell them that they're Jewish. Yeah, like that's the whole thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that was even the thing. You're Jewish, you know? Like that's the that was the concern before. Yeah being gay and stuff that was interesting (laughs) okay any other thoughts anything we want to bring up before we go into the questions that i ask y'all no i'm I'm ready she's ready hit me okay why do i have to do this every time every time i have to go look at the questions and okay here they are okay so would y'all buy this movie yeah i think so yeah I think I'm happy with it in Hulu. Okay. Yeah, I'm happy with it in Hulu too. And I think the only reason that it's widely available right now is because it's Pride. Yeah, I think so too. Because it does go in and off, like on and off of streaming. It does. Like, I think it always ends up somewhere at some point. Because, like, I feel like every time Eric and I, or he wants to watch it, he he owns several copies of this movie. <laughs> Mainly because him and him, him and his parents like love this movie. They've gone multiple times to see it at the draft house. It's crazy. Um, but he owns several copies. It's always on the movie channels. Um, I feel like it's on Netflix every once in a while. So it kind of pops up every once in a while. Yeah. Just so y'all know, Lauren dates the straightest gay guys ever. <laughs> um, I mean, at <laughs> least I know of two. <laughs> Going back to Sex in the City and the straight gay. So wait. <laughs> thing we talked about like he's gay no like he likes gay stuff i know he does. i know i love it it's great mm-hmm. um would y'all remember so it? you're an ally too yes i try <laughs> um <laughs> um would y'all recommend it to someone else 
yeah, I recommended to my brother. He should sit down and freaking <laughs> watch this movie. I'm, we tried. I'm shocked. Yeah. This did not work with Rami. Again, know. it had all the ingredients. I think he had too many projects around the house going on and he just distracted himself and was like, oh, let me do this. Let me go to the garage. Mm-hmm. Let me do this. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I, I feel like it's harder to get into Mrs. Doubtfire than the birdcage. Oh. <laughs> but we've, we've been watching Mrs. Doubtfire since mm-hmm. we were, like, yeah. really, really young. Mm-hmm. So I think it has that nostalgia for him. Yeah. I had never seen this. Like, obviously, I didn't even know it existed. Really, for a, I knew it was there because I feel like I've seen the cover of this movie at Blockbuster or something. Because <laughs> I would always kind of mesh Robin Williams' career with this movie and like Death to Smoochie and all those weird 90s movies he did that weren't like huge. But I don't know. I, I didn't realize this one was pretty big. I, I think I was aware of it, but just didn't really pay attention or had any opportunity to see it. So, so you know, one thing that I noticed about this movie, mm-hmm. like it's great representation, but it's still it. You can tell that it's still dated mm-hmm. because um, Nathan Lane and Robin Williams don't kiss. Yeah, they don't. They mm. like a side, you know, kiss, but it's nothing like, yeah, I know. I kind of wanted to see more affection. Like they held hands and stuff, but yeah. So, okay. Obviously, the draft house has, shows this movie very, very often. Would y'all go see it? Yes. Yeah. It'd be yes, I fun. would. It'd be fun. Yeah. I mean, when I went, it was like a like a Valentine's Day thing. So it wasn't props, but I would have loved to see it with props and shit. We did get a four course meal, and what the the entree was like this soupy thing with shrimp in it. Gross. <laughs> it was good though. <laughs> it was really fucking good. So one of my favorite games to play is what would Alamo use? Like, what would they give you as a props yes. mm-hmm. in a movie party? What do you think the props would be here? The bowl. Yeah. Bowl. <laughs> they always have to have like poppers. Yeah. Poppers and something. Yeah. I don't know what you would do it for. Hmm. What are poppers? Like the, <laughs> the champagne thingies. The little... The little ones that you pull the string and it pops. Mm. Oh, I know I this. See. Is, I know this is our pride episode, but it's not those poppers. If you know what we mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's the ones with the little string, that, the confetti poppers. Oh yeah. Hello, Andy. Oh, she's right <laughs> up to the mic. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I'm trying to think of anything else that could be prop wise. I can't really think. Hmm. Probably like sunglasses or a boa, like something to yeah, like dress up at the end. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Oh, a boa would be really fun. Two big questions: Would y'all watch it again? Yeah, you would. I think I like to watch it like once a year. Okay. You know, Smiley has like his <laughs> annual movies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> In between the same ones, watching over and over again. <laughs> I don't blame you because I'm the same way too. It has to be a certain amount. Yeah. I don't see this one often. Eric rewatches it all the time. But this this one for me is like every once in a while. But I just appreciate it more every time I watched it. So would you guys say that you're glad you saw this movie? Yeah. I am. It's... <laughs> I feel like it's like it should be a cult classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But maybe it is for other generations. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I wish I had heard about it before. Like, I feel like it's like an underappreciated 
cult classic meant to be. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> like, I'd like to rewatch it again and quote it with y'all later on. You I know, know like, right? Yeah. Um, Like, it's one of those quotable movies. Mm-hmm. Great writing, great acting, Academy Award winning people, mm-hmm. iconic people, iconic, co- iconic comedic actors. You yeah. know, like, it has everything to make a perfect movie, and it is. It's great. And I was going to mention it before, but I... Mm-hmm. I was kind of thrown off with the ending, but I loved it. Like, I, I love that it wasn't a traditional movie ending. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they don't tell us what's going to happen next, you know, <laughs> like yeah. after that fucking night. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I loved it. I <laughs> Yes, I would watch it again or yeah. whatever you asked me in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because it happens in like a couple of days. Not mm-hmm. even like two days, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's weird. It happens really, really fast. Um. Yeah, I'm glad y'all like this movie. I think it's an important movie. And I feel like, you know, I feel like people people are really into it. Like, it is a cult classic, but are we left behind? I honestly don't know. Every time this movie is at the draft house in Corpus, it almost sells out. It really does. It's mm. kind of crazy. And I think that's why they show it all the time. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm glad I know it now. I do need to know it more because I need to quote it with Eric, like mm-hmm. hardcore. I think we have good quotes down, though. Like, yeah, we do. How about those dolphins? How about those? <laughs> oh, what was the shirt again? <laughs> so, uh, straight look. <laughs> oh, I didn't buy that one. I know. Me too. Yeah. We'll make- <laughs> we all We all buy it. <laughs> yeah. So I was telling my brother and Lauren that there's this shop here in Austin um, that's selling pride t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And one of them says, uh, bien gay. And the other one says, bien supportive. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. It is yeah. cute. I'm like, oh, perfect. My brother will buy one and I will buy one. <laughs> um, but yeah, I appreciate finding gems like this that mm-hmm. were like out. Like this one was out in the mid 90s. Yeah. When like, of course, we were little. So we didn't understand what was happening. But I feel like now looking at um, looking at the younger generation, like there's so much more open mm-hmm. about like sexuality and yeah. what, mm-hmm. like, um, what they identify as. And so I saw today, I can't remember what outlet it was that put together this database that showed um, children's shows Mm -hmm. through the years of which ones have either explicitly or implicitly um, had LGBTQ characters. Mm -hmm. And I was like, huh. They're like, so it's something that like kids will pick up on these cues and realize that like these things are normal yeah and that it's the adults that are usually like saying no we can't have that in front of our kids but if you go mm-hmm. and look at shows it's like the kid is like <laughs> the kid's exposed to this either yeah. way yeah mm-hmm. i don't know now nowadays it's so different from our generation and it's great i think it's gonna uh be good for the future because it's so common you know what i mean i don't know that's just some thoughts smiley any thoughts I look forward to rewatching it like yeah. at 8 p.m. Again, I watched it at <laughs> yeah. seven in the, no, six in the morning. I watched it as soon as I woke up. And uh, again, it's like a true testament to how great of a movie it was for me to be like engaged in it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it wasn't homework. Of course, I watched it for the podcast, but I was like hooked from beginning to end. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to showing it to someone and, and like watching it at 8 p.m. like you know 
relaxed. Yeah. Knowing I don't have like a full day's work ahead of me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't know, like I feel <laughs> I had a really bad day today. And uh, I guess it would have been worse if I had not watched <laughs> the movie, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's the power of Robin Williams, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, I know. It makes me so sad. But it is. We have these treasures. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before we go, favorite Robin Williams. What do y'all think it is? Is it Mrs. Doubtfire, Alex? Um, it's Aladdin. <gasps> yeah, I was going to say that too. Yeah. I guess going back to how y'all described Mrs. Doubtfire to Rami, I feel like Aladdin's the one where I got like most of Robin Williams without knowing I was getting him, you know? Yeah. Um, like I, I guess that's like a, I don't know when it came out, like a five-year-old watching the movie not caring who actors are, yeah. you know? Just being entertained. <laughs> Mm-hmm. By someone without knowing who they are was great. Yeah. So Aladdin. What about you, Lauren? Do you disagree? <laughs> it sucks because I didn't watch Aladdin as much as a child. No, yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. But I love, you know, I love the genie. But I think it's Mrs. Doubtfire because we watched it all the time. I mm. really think it, that's what it is. I don't know. I guess Jumanji would be up there. Yeah. <laughs> now oh, that we're getting into the topic. Yeah. I it's guess hard. Jumanji I guess, like, would also not, be up there. Not, Night at the museum when he's Teddy mm. Roosevelt. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's no, that's too. just that's just me coming up on the screen. <laughs> um, yeah, like hands down, it's Aladdin. Mm. The genie, I think, is his best character. Mm. What was that movie where he played like this adult little kid? Jack. Jack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another one that I watched in Spanish. Jennifer Lopez is in it. Yeah. Oh, mm, cool. She's the teacher. Yeah. Oh, that's. I, I, I want to rewatch it now. I, it's been forever. You know what Robin Williams movie I haven't seen? Flubber. Hmm. <gasps> oh, that's... my God. That's top five for me. Okay? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> yeah. You guys, stop it. We... <laughs> no, that like... would be perfect. That we need really... to stop this podcast right now. We need to go watch Flubber <laughs> and then record it to replace this. It's because, I don't know, like, um... Well, I didn't grow up with cable. I grew up with, like, Mexican TV. Mm-hmm. And they had, like, this channel called Azteca Siete. And that's where they, like, had, like, popular translated English movies into Spanish. Mm-hmm. And it was Flubber and what was Jack? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Those were, like, two of them for sure that I saw in Spanish. And uh, so, yes, Flubber is a great movie. Yeah, I need Top to watch five. that. I don't I don't remember it well, so it would be good. It, I can pretend I've never seen it. Because I think I saw it a lot as a kid. Didn't mm-hmm. know what was going on. Same. Um, I think, but still had fun. <laughs> I forget. I forget he did Goodwill Hunting. Like, I love oh, yeah. that movie. I've never seen that I've movie. I've never seen it. <sighs> okay. We like, need to have a Robin Williams month? Or? I, like, I like share Amber's feelings toward Matt Damon. Just <gasps> Fuck, not, I forgot just it's Matt she... Damon. <laughs> Just because she put it out of the universe, I just feel like Aww. I wouldn't like him either. <laughs> I don't know. I do I not know. It's Matt Damon, and we all know how I feel about downsides. Oh, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> okay. So yeah, we haven't. We forgot to mention this at the top. Um, is it? This is our season three premiere. Yeah. Um, oh, of the podcast. <laughs> We're almost at a year. Yeah. We have something special Ooh. coming up. Hopefully, mm-hmm. we get to what do is it, it on, on the year. <laughs> It's a surprise. I'll find out later, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So for those of you who are just tuning in. Yeah. Um, or, or have not heard my rant about downsize. Yeah. I am someone who does not. Um, I like movies. I like bad movies. Like my, I always say 
Um, my favorite Batman movie is Batman and Robin. Yes. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care either. <laughs> it's it's my favorite. Uma Thurman. Awesome. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Robin. Mm. The only mm, movie yeah. that I have profusely apologized to the people who I made go to the theater <laughs> with me, and Smiley was one of them. <laughs> Is when we went, we went on New Year's Day to watch Downsize. I don't know if it's Downsize oh or Downsizing God. or whatever. I think it's Downsized. I think whatever. It's a terrible movie, Matt Damon. It's awful. Oh it was God. poorly marketed. <laughs> What's the quote, Smiley? I yeah. watch. <laughs> See, I did not regret it. I <laughs> of course, I was falling asleep, and I was like, "What the fuck?" But then one line, I forgot her, the actress's name. She deserves credit, but yeah, I don't yeah. know it at the top of my mm-hmm. head. She just says, <laughs> she says, what kind of fuck you give me? <laughs> but it was okay. delivered so perfectly. I, me and Emmy, another friend of ours, <laughs> were like holding our laughter for 10 minutes, 10 or 15 minutes. And I was so, so sorry for the rest of the theater because it was one of those like, Hidden laughters an... where you're yeah. you like start like generating heat, <laughs> <laughs> and like the more you try to hold it in, the louder you are. Yeah, it's anyways, hard. it paid off <laughs> with that single line. <laughs> we kind of went yeah, on topic, no. but <laughs> it was a good yeah. experience yeah, for yeah. me. So it's called downsizing, <laughs> it is downsizing, okay. and it is described as a science fiction comedy drama. Mm, What's gross. the actress's name? Uh, Hong Chao. Okay. Mm. Okay. <laughs> what kind of fuck you give me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, y'all would hate Matt Damon and Goodwill Hunting, though. But I'm ready mm. for it. I'm ready. Okay. We'll have to do it. I think we should do oh, a Robin you're gonna Williams. Make, you're you're going to make gonna... us hate watch it. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> it's good. I think you should just watch it because he's kind of hot, but still, Robin Williams. I think that would be fun to do a Robin Williams month. That mm. and Flubber would be kind of cool. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and Aladdin. And Aladdin. Have we? Oh, we, we've done Disney movies before. We have. What yeah, we, we did Hocus Pocus. That's right. And, and we Ratatouille. did Ratatouille. Yeah. I don't even know. And I do the show. Rami's looking at us like we need to wrap it up. It's time. Mm. It's over. Yeah. What's the well, song they sing in the movie? I could have danced all night. Family. Oh, that one too. Come on, everybody, sing. <laughs> it was so cute. <laughs> also, the one you oh, the one in the piano. Yeah, I could have danced. All- and everyone's just all- <laughs> everyone's having a good time. It's and what's his name again? The Agador. The, yeah, Agador yeah. coming out of the door. That oh, was so yeah. Cute. <laughs> and they, they're just applauding. <laughs> that was so cute. Ay, ay, ay. I think that's it. Yeah, we did it. Ooh, we did season it. three. Let me Welcome say. Welcome to season three. Welcome to season three. Did you really make it this far into the podcast? I don't believe you. But if you did, thank you so much for listening to the show. If you haven't already, please like, subscribe, and follow us on our Twitter and Instagram at Never Seen It Texas. That's S C E N E and then T X. And give us your feedback or maybe even a film recommendation. We will probably not watch it. 
I want to thank Alex and Smiley for joining me today. And I want to give a huge shout out to our technical producer, Rami Garza, and our social media coordinator slash stage manager, Alejandra Garza, for making this podcast possible. All right, guys. Well, until next time, how about those dolphins? There you go. I'll do that one. <laughs> Rami's recording. <laughs> oh, I didn't save it. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs>